Welcome back to Exploring the North Shore. On um, this super duper awesome special episode, not really super special, but... It is super special. It, okay. It is. It is super special. We are going to be actually staying in a vacation rental on the North Shore called Gem House. And this house has some very, very cool features. If you are a follower of our TikTok, which again, we've we've kind of moved away from the Exploring the North Shore TikTok. We're pretty exclusively recording on the uh, Cascade Vacation Rentals, which is at StayCVR TikTok. You may have noticed a video I did a couple weeks ago about an amethyst fireplace. So today we're going to learn a lot more about that house as well as the many awesome, incredible things you can do in that specific area on today's episode. So this is Exploring the North Shore. I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And here we go. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cascade Vacation Rentals. They know that life has a tendency to be overwhelming at times, and busy schedules often leave people feeling overwhelmed and disconnected. That's why they're here to offer you the space and opportunity to reconnect to what's important. Cascade Vacation Rentals has one of the largest selections of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on Minnesota's North Shore of Lake Superior, from Duluth to the Canadian border. Their team is there to help you and your family or small group enjoy a vacation you'll remember for years to come. Visit them online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com. And don't forget to use promo code PODCAST for the largest percent off discount available at any given time. Again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. All right, so quick uh, approximation. Nope. Where? How do you like when you find yourself on a map? How would I like no, here? Quick location summary. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would just say Nanabaju. All right. Yep. That's it. So we are literally next door to Nanabaju. I didn't even know this road existed. I've been to Nanabajou dozens of times and I had no clue that to like, if you're driving towards Nanabajou, it's on the right. There is an entire neighborhood on the left and it's kind of a interesting neighborhood. It almost feels like it belongs in a Minneapolis suburb a little bit because it was all built in like the 1970s and it has kind of that like suburban feel to it a little tiny bit yeah kind of i guess eh, it just is very hidden it's very yes. like secret and you would have no idea it was here unless you had a reason to come here or if you happen to take a walk down the beach from nanabajou and you would have been like oh hey there's a neighborhood right here there's about five or six houses mm-hmm. in a row and just very quiet very peaceful and right smack dab in the middle of it is a very unassuming 1970s split-level style house that we are lovingly calling Gem House. Uh, like I said, 1970, I think it was built in 76. I did look up some information on it, not a ton, and I don't remember most of it. But <laughs> I did take time to look up what year it was built, and it was definitely it's definitely a 70s house. It just screams 70s. And my house is a very 70s house too, so I'm guessing they were built around the same time. What, what uh, determines a 70s house? Oh, split level. One, like, you know how, okay, 
We're, we're in the living room right now, sitting on the couch, right next to the beautiful amethyst fireplace, which I will talk about just soon. Soaking up all the energy. We're just, from the and so are the, 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 we have one fly, two flies that are just harassing us, and they're on the microphone, so hopefully they're not getting picked <laughs> up. Oh my God, if you can get them buzzing in there, I would cry. Buzz. So if you hear some weird buzzing, my new microphone is not doing his job. Not to say. He is just obsessed with the microphone right now. This one. Let's anyway, name him Fred. Fred. Fred has some things to say. Is very into the microphone. He also likes the amethyst fireplace. Yes, he does. I mean, who who doesn't? <laughs> Flies and humans alike can get the vibes and the glory of the amethyst fireplace. Uh, but what, what makes a split level is, I'm going to turn my head this way so the microphone's going to come with me. When you walk in the door, you're in like a main level living area, like a normal house. But then there's like these two half staircases. Okay. You know how they do that in my house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of what makes a split level. Okay. Where you sort of, you don't have a basement and an upstairs and a main floor. You have like a main floor and then these two half floors that kind of go up or down from there. Like those two by themselves would be a two-story house, but then we shove this third part kind of off to the side. Okay. That yeah. Sense. That's why I can have like a five-story house, but it's not really a five-story house. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot going on in my house. <laughs> so, split level 1970s, but what that means is in the 1970s they were really into big open spaces. So the open living room has, you know, living room, dining room, kitchen, so it's a nice open space. Go upstairs and there are these two massive bedrooms, both with king-size beds, attached bathrooms. The bathrooms are very nice, like granite countertops. Uh the one I'm staying in faces the lake and it has a separate tub shower, so you know, kind of a nice, you don't have to shower where or you don't have to take a bath where you shower the big selling point in the house is of course this beautiful amethyst fireplace and i wanted to dispel some concerns people had about it on tiktok which i thought was hilarious because one it showed me that a lot of people don't understand how fireplaces work yeah, yeah, and t- some of those comments yeah. were interesting. So one person was like, no, if you put an amethyst on a fireplace, you light a fire twice and it's going to become citrine. So this is true. Amethyst becomes citrine when heated. However, it doesn't become citrine to like 800 degrees. Now, I don't know if you have a fireplace in your house, but if you do and you've ever lit a fire in it, you should not be able to touch the rocks that are on the outside of the fireplace and feel 800. 100 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> I feel like the house would start burning down at that point. I, yeah, I feel like the furniture around it, the flooring, Everything like that's just, that's not dead. how fireplaces work. So a fireplace has like basically a concrete box that goes and it's, 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 so it's concrete on the inside. And then there's usually a layer of brick or some sort of insulation and then the outer layer of stone. And therefore there is like three layers that the heat has to go through in order to even hit the outside for the most part, like my fireplace, the outside bricks or stones, I guess, are not bricks. The outside stones don't get hot at all. Like not even the ones immediately surrounding the fireplace. Um, this one, it looks like, mm, no, they're all, they're all purple still. Mm-hmm. There's nothing changing color. There is one section. So the amethyst is also outside the house, which I thought was really cool. Like... It, you wouldn't tell by just driving past this house that there's 
huge chunks of amethyst just on the outside. It's part of the house. It's it's like cemented in there. I don't grouted in cemented. Yeah, we're gonna go with cement. Cemented in there. Don't try to come steal it because <laughs> that would be bad. Don't do that. You can go up to Canada if you're an American and do all that stuff. You can actually go to Canada right now, which is awesome. You can go to the amethyst mines in Canada and mine your own amethyst for like $4 a pound. It's really cheap, really awesome. And that is how they actually did, I believe how they did this fireplace. Now it was built from everything I can tell original to the house back in 1976. So it's been around for a long time, 44 years. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. 45 years? I can't do math right now. 45 years, because it's 2001. Or <laughs> <laughs> 2021. 45 years. This fireplace is 45 years old, and the rocks are still a deep, beautiful purple. You know, it's different shades of purple. Some of it's lighter. Like, there's one down by the bottom. I didn't, I'm actually just noticing for the first time. That's very purple and almost completely amethyst. Like it's the it's the raw stone and the amethyst is coming through it. It's been around a very long time. There have been numerous fires lit in this fireplace. The amethyst has not turned to citrine and it has not exploded. <laughs> so don't worry about that. The person who built this built it how you should build a fireplace. So the outside um, amethyst stones are not going to get uh, hot and explode or turn to citrine. Furthermore, yes, it is not indirect sunlight at all. The fireplace, as far as fireplaces go in like a living room, it's kind of in an awkward place. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I feel like most like fireplaces tend to be like the center the point, center, yeah. but they wanted to move it away from the window. So the window looks out over the lake. So we're facing the window faces south and then the fireplace is against the east wall. Yeah. And there's two windows on either side of it. But then looking west on the west side of the house, there's no windows over there. It's just the staircases going up to the bedrooms. And again, I'm going to do, not only do I have the specific like, hey, check out this really cool amethyst fireplace video on TikTok. I'm also posting a tour of the entire home and that's going to also be up there. So you can see exactly how the home relates to the fireplace. But yeah, it's pretty well protected. It's well built. It's very, very beautiful. And it has great vibes. But the entire house has great vibes too. Like not just, I mean, I don't know if their fireplace is just expanding it out. <laughs> but the artwork is yeah, pretty awesome. a lot of very interesting artwork in this house. It's actually really, I feel like we could spend time just looking at the artwork. Mm-hmm. And it's all different. Like some of it is similar with others, but it's all kind of very different stuff throughout the house. Like a lot of them are like geometric art. And some of it is like these um, piece posters that are on the staircase going upstairs. There's like band and musician posters downstairs. I haven't even looked close enough to figure out like the theme for all of them. But I just know that they're very well done. The house is comfortably decorated. It's just a nice house. Um, it is a, right now it's a two bedroom because we did find out we have to do some work on the window in the basement, which they are going to do, I believe this week. So by the time it becomes available for other people to rent, it will have three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Yeah, that's correct. Two and a half bathrooms. And it has a sauna. Yeah. 
Yes. A so very to ha- cozy sauna. And the best part, and this is, I think, for me, the best part about this house is the outside. So there's a front yard that has a couple of really nice wooden, like, just sit out and watch the sun as you're drinking your morning coffee sort of chairs. There's also these massive picnic tables that are on wheels. So you can roll them. You can even roll them, if you're really so inclined, down to the beach. Good and, luck with that. Yeah, good luck getting it back. Uh, they do look heavy, so maybe just move around to different parts of the yard. But uh, yeah, and it does have direct access to just a beautiful sandy beach on Lake Superior. Sandy beaches are, of course, incredibly rare on this part of Lake Superior, on the northern part, more common on the southern part. But if you have ever been to Nanabajou and you've seen their beach, this is the same beach. It runs right past Nanabajou and comes on over here. Uh, Down by the beach, there is a fire pit, which we are not going to be utilizing on this trip because fires are currently banned both on public and private land. Uh, Not only that, but Cascade as a company, and of course this house is rented through Cascade, has decided to put a blanket ban on all campfires at all properties pretty much for the rest of the summer because we're in a drought and it's a very bad one. Yes, I don't think I've ever in my lifetime experienced a drought until this year. Yeah, I... And the wildfires too. Yeah. I've never experienced like the, um, the effect they have on everything. There was like a fire when I was in college... Yeah, the 2008 Ham Fire. So up on the Gunflint Trail. And that was... The Ham Lake Yeah, the Ham Lake Fire. So that was very destructive. But that was caused by the 1999 blowdown, which just took a ton of trees down. And because, like, the Gunflint and the Boundary Waters are so protected, there was hesitation to remove the trees. And then eventually they dried up and they died. And then 2008, the perfect storm happened and there was a massive wildfire. Destroyed a bunch of houses. Nobody died, luckily, but uh, I think we've covered the Ham Lake fire on our on the Gunflint Trail episode. So if you want more information on that, check that out. But nothing like this. I mean, there's 40, 50, somewhere in there, fires burning in Ontario right now, and it's sending the smoke down here. Um, it's been affecting my asthma. I know other people who have asthma are also not having a fun time. Yeah, I don't even have asthma, but I got sick but my lungs have not cleared up. Like my sinuses and stuff have been really affected by the, the smoke and stuff. So we will not be having a campfire on the beach because we can't. We will also not be lighting a fire in the fireplace for the sole reason that it is currently like 75 degrees. Oh, it's only 70 now. Huh. We're not trying to boil. We just don't want to <laughs> fry ourselves. It's very comfortable in this house. Oh, I'm sticking to it's the very- seats. <laughs> to the seats. <laughs> And on this episode, we're going to be doing quite a few things. So hanging out at the house, we'll kind of record here and there different things that we're doing. And then tomorrow morning, we have reservations at 945 to have a delicious breakfast at Nanabajou. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I've, I've only been in there once and that was just walking around and I've never eaten there before. They do have kind of this different thing now for those of you who are used to Nanabajou brunches with the delicious brunch buffet that is not happening in this year due to COVID. And instead what they have is like a pre-planned meal. So there's one option. You sit down, they put the food that you 
they're serving that day in front of you and you eat that. So for breakfast tomorrow, it's going to be pancakes and bacon, I think. But still, it's, it's, it's a great, beautiful, interesting, unique place. So we're going to go there and check it out. And then we're going to go take a hike, a hike we've done before on the podcast before, but I do want to show just how easy it is to get to Judge Sierra Magni State Park from the house. You can walk there, park your car in the driveway of the house and walk over there. Don't worry about paying for a state park pass or driving over and finding parking. You can just walk from the comfort of your vacation rental at Gem House and go straight to Judge Sierra Magni State Park. We're going to go check out and see what the Devil's Kettle looks like right now because water, we're in a drought, as we've already mentioned. So water levels are super low, and I'm just curious to see what it looks like with water levels so low. I wonder if water is even falling into in that the side. Yeah. I have seen some recent pictures, and it does look like it is. Yeah. But it's see it for myself. gotten even worse. Well, what was funny is when we got here, it was actually raining. It wasn't supposed to. It was to. sprinkling. It was sprinkling. We had like a five-minute sprinkle while we were trying to do our job, but we made it through. We took the pictures. for. So this is a brand new property. Nobody stayed here yet, so we are just kind of ch- checking it out so we can, of course, share more information on it. But it's just such a cool, unique house in such a cool, unique place, and I think not a lot of people come to this area on just dedicated vacation in this area. So we're going to share all the fun things you can do here. Uh, We are just going to make dinner here at the house and have some pulled pork sandwiches. But if you're looking for a place to go to dinner and you didn't make reservations at Nanabajou, which reservations are required, and actually by the time we release this, they're going to be switching over to only providing meals for guests staying in house. So you will have to stay at Nanabajou Lodge in order to enjoy their meals after August 16th, which will be before this gets published next Thursday. So just keep that in mind. You will not be able to do that this year. However, there's always next year and hopefully things are a little bit more back to normal next year. But Nana Bijou usually serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner or breakfast and afternoon tea time and dinner. Yeah, it's it's like a, you get like little like tea and cookies co- type of deal. Like like um cucumber sandwiches and stuff oh. like that. It's super cute. I actually know some people who wear like traditional British clothing with the hats and stuff and they go to <laughs> tea time at Nana Bijou. That's really funny. I would really like to see that. I am trying to remember who did that. I saw it a few years ago and I feel like they haven't done it probably for obvious reasons for the past couple of years because yeah, we haven't really had the opportunity can go there. However, if you drive just a few more miles up the shore, there's the Grand Portage Lodge and Casino, which Joe and I did an episode on that in a day in Grand Portage. Go up there and check that out. They have great meals. Um, I believe they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner as well. Uh, Very good options. They even now have really good uh, meat alternative options. I think they have a meat alternative burger and meat alternative chicken. I haven't tried it yet, but it looks good. (laughs) I know. I think it's actually called the Impossible Chicken, if I'm not... I didn't even know that they'd switch to chicken. Yeah. They're expanding. Make everything impossible. Or beyond. (laughs) Or... Impossible. I love how it's like, (laughs) beyond. Impossible. What's next? Non-existent. No, I'm just kidding. Um, We just serve you air. Yeah. (laughs) 
have a bite of this air burger. No calories. No calories. You won't even gain anything. <laughs> so if you are looking for vegan options, Nanabijou usually does offer them, but since they have the pre-planned menu, that may not be something you can enjoy. But of course, there is still the Grand Portage Island Restaurant, I think is what it's called. Island View Restaurant. Maybe. I don't know. Look it up. You can hit the casino while you're there. Maybe win a couple bucks. Who knows? Worth a try. And yeah, so that is where we're going to cut it off right now. But we'll be back shortly with some more fun at Gem House. Exploring the North Shore is sponsored by The Big Lake. The Big Lake is an approachable art gallery and gift shop located in the beautiful harbor town of Grand Marais, Minnesota, as well as online at thebiglakelife.com. The Big Lake provides a beautifully curated and fun shopping experience to complement your North Shore adventures with artists and products that reflect the culture, values, allure, and lifestyle of the North Shore. Shop online at www.thebiglakelife.com and use promo code EXPLORE for 15% off your first online order. And it is now 9.40 on Saturday morning and we have just arrived. If you can catch, I don't know how much of the background noise this actually picks up. New microphone. But we are at Nanabajou and this is your first time. Well, first time eating here, not first time coming in I did walk in once just to see what it looked like because I've seen pictures and I knew it looked really cool so I had to see it we did cover Nanabijou previously I want to was it, was it your Grand uh, no it wasn't the Grand Portage episode and I don't think it was the Gangsters of the North Shore episode I was trying to find it maybe it was whatever that one is called the I know the name of the article I don't know why I can't think of it now. Gangsters. No, that's not, I mean, that's not what the blog post is called. I just edited the blog post the other day. Well, in any case, we came here. Well, we didn't actually even come in. I know we referenced it in the Devil's Kettle one because we're like, oh, you just park right across. You can park on the highway across the street from Nanabajou. But um, I know I gave the history previously, but I do have one fun fact and... Um, so it was built as an exclusively men's sports club in like the 19, I think it was the late 1920s. And it was eventually kind of killed off by the Great Depression slash World War II. Um, but one of the original founding members was, of course, Babe Ruth, which is probably the most famous it's interesting name. interesting how many famous people like call like Grand Marais and further up north home that like you, I've slowly come to realize and I've actually seen one person I know like an artist I've seen at a concert I saw him when the Wonder Bar was open he came in and like nobody recognized him besides my group of people and like we got his autograph and stuff which was pretty cool and Jessica Lang actually has yeah Casey one of one of our friends actually served her or she made her food and then realized who it was for and was like, no way. Yeah. She likes to visit the stores when she's in town. I know uh, my friend Nate who sells shoes at Ben Franklin has sold her shoes. Really? He was like, oh, somebody famous came in today, but I'm not quite sure who they are. She, he wasn't. Yeah, I know. so Nate about it. <laughs> Just like, oh, you know, somebody famous came in. I would have been like, guys, guess what? Guess who came into the store? So Jessica Lang does own 
property up in the Hovland area. She's a frequent visitor. And in fact, she had a really cool book that she released, I want to say a year or two ago, probably longer than that now, because let's face it, 2020, like I remove it from my brain. So when I say a year ago, I'm talking about 2019, (laughs) but she had a, like a picture, like coffee table book, photo coffee table book. That's all about highway 61. I can't remember if it was Highway 61 or Old Highway 61. It had to have been. Well, in any case, it's very neat. I've been meaning to like pick it up. I've seen like the previews of it. It was kind of a big news story when it came out. So been meaning to pick it up. Maybe I will now that I've mentioned it again. Yeah, I'm curious. I want to see it now. And yeah, so we are here now. We're having breakfast. Like I mentioned um, yesterday when we were recording, they are doing like a prefix menu and it's only until August 16th for out of lodge guests. So you will have to stay at the lodge if you want food from this point onward. But I do recommend that. It's very good. The lodge itself is really cool. We are going to have pictures and videos up on TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, and I do believe our food is here. So we're going to cut off now and we'll be back after we're done eating. Is over. It was delicious, Martha. Delicious. It was very yummy. I thought it was very tasty, and we both ate it, even though we're not big breakfast eaters. Yeah. And now we are going on the very short stroll up the Nanabiju driveway to Highway 61, across Highway 61, and on our way to the Devil's Kettle. You've done this before, correct? Yes, I did this hike with my mom, I think, last year, but I honestly have no idea because COVID. <laughs> 2020 does not exist. Yeah, it didn't exist. <laughs> we have plenty of water. It's not hot today. Um, we, we, we had a bit of a hot streak for a while, but it's like 65, 66. Oh, really nice. So, yeah, it's not too hot to go on a nice hike. It's not too cold. It's just right. <laughs> So we are going to, we got plenty of water though, geared up, ready to go. And we're going to start this hike to the Devil's Cuddle. And uh, maybe we'll record us dying on the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Calf exterminator is what I like to call it. What do you call it? The calf exterminator just freaking kills your calves. (laughs) No, literally, we did that hike and then we had to stop at the top because my legs were just shaking. It's like, mom, I can't walk. I'm going to fall. I believe it's 240 steps. I I could be wrong, and I'm not going to count today because every time I come, I'm like I'm going to count the steps this time for real, and then I don't. So I'm just not going to I'm not going to commit myself to it today. We're just going to enjoy the hike, enjoy the stairs, get the workout in, get the steps in, Martha. You can do it. Yeah, this will be a good step day for me. See, I slack upside. <laughs> All right, we are already at the end of the Nanabiju driveway, as we've been chatting. And all we have to do now is cross the road. And I already see the opening. It's right there. You have to cross the road and then go down towards Grammaray just a teensy, teensy, tiny bit just before the bridge over the Brule River. Whew, I'm already out of breath. <laughs> Whew, we're not going to record this. <laughs> this is painful. Okay, so we're crossing the road now. We'll be back when we reach the Devil's Cuddle. And we've made it to the Devil's Kettle. I survived, barely. I'm dying. It got hotter once we got in here. Well, the temperature stayed the same, but what we lost was the nice cool breeze off of Lake Superior. Oh, she's parking. 
Oh my gosh, that's so adorable. They're, they're stand we, we cleared out of the waterfall viewing stand so another couple could go in and they just did the cute little photo where she holds her belly. <laughs> Martha's chugging down water as if her life depended on it. My legs are shaking. Oh my gosh. It's my calves. Her legs are, I mean, just your right leg, but it's like vibrating. That's yeah, crazy. I can't control it. It just kind of does what it does. Especially if I sit down and like try to prop my leg up like, yep. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So I kind of forgot how hilly the hike was here. Because in my head, the hike itself is flat. And it's just the stairs you have to deal with. But that is not not correct. That is not the case. It's like before you get to the stairs, they make you go up this incline. And then you get to the stairs. And then you go down the stairs to have to go up a bunch of stairs. The water level is incredibly low i've never seen it so low i mean we keep saying this and it's just it's one of those things that still shocks me when i see things that i'm used to seeing with significantly more water in it like streams flowing there were actually people swimming at the bottom of the lower falls i think that's technically the mid falls well you kind of can except there's a bit of an undertow yeah that's kind of what i figured kind of like um temperance Temperance. and in Duluth, there's Luster. Yeah. Luster River. I don't think that's there right now. The water coming over the falls is not plentiful enough or quick enough or any way enough. Oh, let's see. What did... Oh, you complete your weekly goal. Good job, Martha. And I know it's all from today. Cause, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess my swimming sometimes counts. Yeah. There I'm you go. the pool a few days a week. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you want to experience the Devil's Kettle in a way that's never been experienced before come and check it out right now because i you know i'm hoping we'll get more rain soon and have a nice wet winter and summer next year so it won't look like that hopefully because it's it's causing a lot of issues and we don't want that but yeah it's kind of cool right now take advantage of it if it's it's happening there's not much we can do about it other than try not to start forest fires so come and enjoy the low water like the people last night having a fire and then <laughs> left it unattended. Yeah. Like I walked out of my room. No, Jake. I heard Jay go, Martha, I think they left the fire unattended. And I'm like, really? And we walk out. Yep. So don't do that. Even nope. if it's on Lake yeah. Superior, a breeze. I mean, it was really windy actually yesterday and the wind was coming off the lake. So it could have yes. blown an ember. Don't do it. Just don't do it. If there's a ban, obey the ban. If there's not a ban anymore, do it responsibly. But if there's a ban in place, don't do it, don't which there is. The <laughs> don't burn like us down. Here. Yes, we do like living here. And we do like our trees. They're we very do. tall and pretty. Uh, yeah, so another interesting thing, this, I went back to the 2000, I think it was 2017 article we referenced in the first Devil's Kettle Waterfall episode, which again, you can jump back. That was back during the Joe days. Um, they met, referenced the pre-Martha days <laughs> in the 2017 article where they're like, oh, we solved the mystery of the devil's kettle because the water that flows just above the kettle and the water that flows like below it is roughly the same volume. So the theory is the water that goes in the kettle can't just disappear or else the volume would be significantly less. It has to come out and rejoin the river. They were going to come in during a time of low water and drop a bunch of dye to see where it reemerges. Well, that never happened. Um, apparently there was some ecological reasons 
apparently. I don't know. But it seems to me like maybe they don't have the funding to do it or something. Because right now, I feel like if you knew exactly what you were looking for, you could so easily figure out where this water rejoins because it is so shallow right now. A tenth of the water that usually flows over it during like normal flow seasons. And the river below it is incredibly shallow. You can see the rocks and everything like you there's no mystery to the river below it just the kettle itself so uh yeah i think it'd be really cool if they did something about that but i have not heard anything to be here to watch it that would be so cool to watch them do that yes so if you're gonna do it let us know so we can cover it because we'll interview you guys for the podcast if you're listening so martha (laughs) has a lisp all of a sudden because she's got her sunglasses in her mouth while she's rebraiding her hair it's falling out and then it's sticking to my sweaty neck (laughs) Okay. Your what neck? My sweaty neck. Your what? My sweaty neck. (laughs) And I don't like that. It's like when you're... I know. I'm going to pull my hair back. Or like when you shower and there's hair on you. I hate that feeling. It bothers me more than anything. Okay. So we've, we came, we saw, we took some video. There will be a TikTok. Um, Yeah. Definitely check out the at Stacy VR TikTok channel because we are documenting this entire fun little journey that we're taking today. Our staycation. Our staycation. And I don't know if you, if you live on the North shore, can I recommend a staycation? Cause it's been kind of fun. It has to like, yeah, do a little mini vacation, but you're still at home. Yeah, so last night after we had dinner, we watched horror movies because it was Friday the 13th. So we watched Amityville Horror and we started watching 13 Ghosts, but we didn't finish it. We got tired. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, we, I think we went to bed at like 1030. My phone says 11 because it thinks oh, I'm in Canada. Yeah, hilariously, um, something to note is if you have your cell phone with you, be aware that once you hit this point and beyond, your phone might think you're in Canada. Yeah. Uh, hilariously, Martha's iPhone 11 does, in fact, think she's in Canada. And there is an hour difference between... Um, oop, we've got people. Hold on. There's an hour difference between Canada and the United States. So as soon as you cross the border, you're an hour different. So your phone might give you the wrong time, just keep that in your head if you have something scheduled like specifically like res- oh, restaurant reservations yeah. at Nanabajou. that could be disastrous or when you're supposed to meet up with somebody things like that so her iphone 11 thinks we're in canada my iphone 12 is fully aware that i'm still in the united states i don't know why that's this different when we go up the gunflint trail too except mine usually jumps at the same time as yours mine i get that notification like welcome to canada really Mine doesn't even do that. All of a sudden I look and it's an hour later and I'm like, time really flew by. What, what, how did that hour go by so fast? So just, yeah, be aware of that. Be aware of time. An actual watch would help unless your watch is connected to your phone. Oh, see, your watch is correct. Martha's checking because you don't actually use your watch for a watch. Yes, I do. Oh, (laughs) Oh, oh, you're back. You're back in the United States. Congratulations. Welcome back. Welcome back from to your America. accidental trip to Canada. 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 All right, we're going to take this grueling 240 step hike back down now. Uh, take a break. We're going to stop at a few. We're going to stop at a few of those benches so Martha can catch her breath while I do squats. That's what we've decided. Because this dad, this family passed us on the hike. And he was like, every time we hit the platform, we're gonna do 100 squats. And his daughters are like, what? Really? He's like, yep, 100 squats every time. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. No, I'm not doing 100 squats. I would die. I'll do like 10. And then I'll die. 
All right, here we go. <laughs> and next up on our gem house slash Nana Bijou slash kind of that space between Hoveland and Grand Marais Judge C.R. Magni State Park area adventure, we are hitting up a small section of the Superior Hiking Trail and heading down towards a geocache. So we did promise or say, I don't know if promise is the right word. We did, we did warn you that there'd be more geocaching because we caught the geocache bug. We don't have, actually check the glove box. Maybe we do have, we might have something to leave behind possibly. So we'll get that going, but we are going to walk to the geocache known as the Island Treasure. So we're going to go find the island treasure. I did try to do this with my kids once upon a time, and it turns out you have to actually go onto the island. You want to do this on a day. Yeah, Martha's excited. <laughs> I didn't know we actually had to do that. I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah. So that's why we put on our swimsuits, and we are going to go do this. Um, I would aim to do like it's it's kind of the wind's picking up a little bit but it was a really calm morning it's still pretty calm on the lake so we're gonna go do this last time i tried to go with my kids it was really wavy and windy and i'm like eh, we're not gonna do this but i think between the two of us we can handle this today and get ourselves an island treasure so we have our little thing to leave behind assuming it's large enough and we're gonna head out there right now and do that we'll be back in a moment when we are closer to it observation after we made our first attempt the water is cold it's like i still can't feel my feet cold i feel like i got used to it after a few minutes because my like limbs just went numb not because no, no, no. there was no numb it hurt <laughs> so we ended up uh a boarding mission but we have a plan b uh i have a kayak in the back of the car so we're gonna go get the kayak <laughs> We're going to try this again. Martha. Yes. Did we do it? You did it. <laughs> I watched from shore. The water was super cold, so we ran oh, back to the car. Martha found some agates while I took... I assembled my... Okay, product placement. We are not sponsored by this company. I just really appreciate their product. Um, I have an Oru kayak. It was one of those um, COVID stuck at home watching too many ads on Facebook and Instagram buys. And I don't regret it for a second. There was a lot of pleasure that that boat brought me in the past year. <laughs> I haven't even used it that much, but the few times I have, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, so I put the kayak together, kayaked out to the island, hoisted my kayak onto the island, searched around for about... Uh, five minutes. Yeah, somewhere around there. And then I found it and I feel very accomplished. And I did leave behind a little token from us at Exploring the North Shore. So if you're the next person to make it out onto the island, be sure to grab that and, you know, let us know that you found it. You can uh, tag us on Instagram at Exploring North Shore or hashtag Exploring North Shore. And yeah, so I, I will say that was probably the hardest one I've ever had to find. Yes, hardest one out of all the ones we've done so far. Hardest one, for sure. Oh, look at all these motorcycles. Hello, motorcycles. They just waved at us and gave us peace signs. 
That was nice of them. We are back on the highway, so if you hear cars whizzing by, that's why. We're back on Highway 61 now. Um, anyway, put the kayak together, went out there, got it, left the token, marked as found, go us. We are only about two miles away from Gem House, so there's this one. There's also a geocache that you can do at Judge C.R. Magni State Park. It's their it's aquatic. Multiple. Yep, it's a multiple, it's a multiple one. So I kind of wish I had had the foresight to download this information because there is no cell service out here. I have zero bars. I have zero bars at the house. Uh, I had randomly spiked two bars when we were at Judge Sarah Magni State Park. I got a Snapchat while I was waiting yeah. for you. Yep, I got, oh, down there at the beach? Yeah. Oh, so some service comes through. I wouldn't rely on it though, so make sure you download the information ahead of time and then head out there and have a super fun time geocaching. And even though this one wasn't as difficult to spot as the one at Cutface Creek, it is more difficult simply because you either have to walk out there. Uh, right now, the water levels on Lake Superior are pretty low, and we humorously watched two guys uh, go out there and come back while we were assembling the kayak. And one of them, it went up to like his mid-calf, I would say. No, I'm sorry, mid-thigh. Yeah. At the deepest part. Yeah. So it was mid-thigh at the deepest part, which for us would probably be almost waist because he was a little bit taller than us. Well, for, for you me. anyway. <laughs> for me, yeah, because I'm shorty short pants. <laughs> so yes, I'm happy we had the kayak and we had the ability to go out there and find it in a way other than walking out there because burr. And now we're going to head back to the house and we're going to relax on the beach. Hi, buddy. Oh, Martha and I have made a friend. Yes, and I want to. Do you want to say something? Do you want to be on the podcast? <laughs> I think you just said no. Uh, we're going to find out if this cat belongs to somebody. It is the second time Martha has seen him. There's that cute little orange tabby cat. He's very handsome. That is just chilling out. We, we assume he belongs to somebody. He seems healthy and well taken care of but we're gonna find out but if you see him on your stay at gem house just assume he's a friendly neighborhood cat and just don't you know. we'll let you know we'll let you know but we're, you know. we've been petting him he's very friendly and happy and sweet he'll, and he'll sweet. run right up to you if you give him the little pss, pss, pss. yep <laughs> i even just opened the door and he was like oh a person hey he so jumped I, in the car i feel like he like <laughs> oh, that's funny i think he trolls the neighborhood waiting for people mm-hmm Probably. Most oh. likely. I think he's asleep. Already? Yeah. He was I, chasing bugs around. Okay, eyes are closed. He is now asleep like two feet away from us. Oh, I want him. <laughs> he's so cute. He's very cute. Alright, so we came back from our geocaching adventure at the island. We decided to relax the rest of the afternoon and we sunned out and enjoyed the Eno three-person hammock that is currently here. We did not get confirmation whether or not this hammock is going to stay here for the duration for guests, um, but you know it was here, so we enjoyed it while it was here. If it's not here anymore, then I won't put those pictures on the website. And if you go to Cascade Vacation Rentals and look up Gem House and you do see pictures and mention of the Eno three-person hammock, then it's here. And if it is here, it's amazing. It is, it's really nice. And we sunned out for a little bit, enjoyed the sound of the waves and the lake. And it was like rocking me ever so slightly because the wind kind of picked up and I actually fell asleep for a little bit. So 
Uh, not a bad ending. I, it was almost like I, I was lying on the you know beach in a hammock, listening to the sound of the waves, and the weather was so perfect. It was like seventy and sunny, no clouds. I just had this like memory of being in Jamaica, and it kind of felt a little bit like that, minus the smell of sea salt, the sound, and how warm it was. It just felt really, really, really nice, almost like you're at the ocean, but. It's a big old lake. <laughs> I did. I mean, it's an ocean to me. It's like an inland ocean. Yes. So I did sleep with the windows open last night. I took the room that faced the lake and it was lovely to just go to sleep to the sound of the waves. I could hear them with the windows closed too, but not as well. And I just, I just wanted the windows wide open and enjoyed it. So this is it. The house has been cleaned. We have packed up and we are going to head out on our... Well, to the rest of our lives. <laughs> I'm very tired after like dozing off on that hammock. I just wanted to keep sleeping, but it's almost five o'clock and we were only here for one night and one day. This is definitely one of those houses I would say come to for like a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's just so much to do here and everything is so close. We went to Nanabiju. We hiked the Judge Sarah Magny State Park only to the Devil's Kettle. There's still more hiking to be had there. Uh, we did geocaching and we only did one but again you can do the longer one that's in judge sarah magny state park you could do there's like several further up towards hovland and then again several down the shore again and you know it's just a quick drive to grand marais if you want to spend the day a day in grand marais drive up to grand portage for a day there's a ton of stuff to do on there go ahead listen to our day in grand portage podcast episode for that and yeah so that's it we're done um a good staycation. I am as tired as this cat sleeping next to me right now. He's so cute. He's so cute. Yeah, it was it was a really fun staycation. I would stay here again in a heartbeat. Yeah. It is just beautiful and lovely, and I highly recommend it. So this has been Gem House. Again, you can book it online at CascadeVacationRentals.com. We have been documenting our weekend or one night, one day stay on Instagram. So I'll save that in the stories, uh, like in the highlight reel. So look for that Gem House stay will be the, the name of it. Uh, we've also TikToked a bunch of stuff. I think I've only posted a couple, but there's a lot more to come. So check us out at StayCVR on TikTok. And then I was posting the stories on the Cascade Vacation Rentals uh, Instagram. And Facebook. And Facebook. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, check it all out. Find us there. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at Exploring North Shore. You can like us there. Again, we post most stuff over on the Cascade one just because we're actively doing that all the time. Uh, but we do post podcast updates and other personal things on the Exploring the North Shore one. So yeah, check us out follow along, see what we've been up to this weekend. And I hope we see you up on the North Shore very soon. And now this is usually the end of the episode. However, we are going to jump into an interview we did with a couple of guests. We're going to start doing this at the, like a segment at the end of our podcasts, where we do an interview with guests coming up to the North Shore to find out why they're here, what they're doing, what's up, why they chose the North Shore out of all the places in the world that you can go on vacation, why the North Shore. So this is our first interview and we're going to hop right into that. And you can listen to why this particular couple not only got married here, but 10 years later decided to come back. 
Um, why don't you go ahead and say what your names are and where you're from. So my name is Molly. I'm Andy. And we live in Carleton, Minnesota. And this is your second time in the past 10 years, is that correct? So what was what happened the first time you came up? So we were very lucky. We got married at Lutzen Resort um, July 3rd of 2011. Wow. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was the most gorgeous weekend. It was probably in the like, lower 80s, and it was just beautiful. Um, and then we were very blessed to be able to stay in Aspenwood um, and instead of like getting on a plane in July and going somewhere even hotter yeah. we were able to stay here at Aspenwood for three nights I believe it was and it was perfect it was so perfect um, like I said the weather is beautiful we love it here we absolutely love it here it's just super nostalgic for us it just there's nothing but beautiful memories you know before we started having kids and all that so we like to try to get up here as often as we can in the summertime um, so to come back here for our tenure was pretty special and then tell me about your wedding oh it was gorgeous um, like I said it was the most beautiful perfect day uh, we have a video of it actually and it, we watch it all the time like around our <laughs> anniversary and it was just perfect um, all of our closest friends and family we got married on the um, the front lawn of Lutzen Resort um, and then just had a, a big party afterwards and Stayed here and did all the all the things, all the touristy things up here, and went kayaking and all that. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. And how has your trip been up this time for your ten year? Really nice. What do you think? Really good. Doing the same stuff we always do. Yeah. Visit all the local shops and kind of we have a rotation of what shops we go to and what we peruse and where we get a drink and where we get a meal and <laughs> and yep, routinely go up to Grand Marais every day and. He's been running every morning on the trail here, and it's been so mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's absolutely wonderful up here. It's a nice little escape. Now, yeah. was the Gitchigami Trail there when you got married 10 years ago? I'm trying to remember when they put that section you in. No, I don't know. I think so. I think they were working on it. I think when we were up here looking for places to get married, I think there was a lot oh, of construction. Okay. I think there were, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. But no, it's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, very soon, I think they're working on the Lutzen section in the next couple of years, which means it'll all connect. And mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you can go all the way from, I think it's Silver Creek Cliff that's to, yep, to Grand Marais. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah, a long job, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing better than being able to just go out and go for a nice hike and be, you know, in the beautiful woods up here. And um, it just feels so comfortable in that home, you know. You work it's behind, great, leave everything else yeah. behind. and Yeah, we literally just come up. I mean, now, especially with having three kids, it's just crazy. It feels mm -hmm. weird, but then we get here, and it's just, like, natural. So. You can kind of sh shed your parenting skin for a while <laughs> yeah. and yeah. be yourselves again. Yeah. So where are the kids? They're at home. Uh, my sister and my mom have been nice. taking care of them. So, yeah, we're pretty lucky for that. And then what have you done? Like, what, what's your favorite restaurant to go to up here? Well... The first night we got here, we went to Bluefin Grill. That was always excellent. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong. Um, and then yesterday we went to, um, what's it called? My sister's place. Yes. In oh, yeah. Marie. And that was very good. That was really good. Mm -hmm. And then today we plan on going up to the... I went to Papa Charlie's yesterday. Oh, yeah. 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 For That's dinner. good. And Did they have music? Not when we were there, but we were a little bit earlier than normal. It was like five, so it might have not started yet. Um, 
I think we're going to go to the Gunflint Tavern today and sit up. Morning. Yeah, sit on the deck yeah, since it's not so on chilly. On a nice day, it's really nice to just sit mm -hmm. on the deck. Yep. Today will be, that'll be awesome. I have a hair in my, sorry. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, and what are your favorite stores to go to? What's your Oh, what's that? I see I'm really bad with names, but. Um... Yeah, oh, Ben Franklin. And then the, <laughs> uh, the, I got kids kids Because there's, there's everything there. Um, yeah. Is it uh, Surplus or Outlook, or the one that's right on the point there by the beach in Lutz and Gramary? The Trading Post? Yeah, yes. Trading Post, yes. Yeah. That one's kind of cool. That it's one. And then. Employee stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the one that I saw yesterday, I want the big Mike Spear picture. I don't know what that store is called, but. Um, yeah, we forget all the names that we have already. Yeah. Rotation. <laughs> I mean, stuff. we hit up every single one. Oh, and we're going to get fudge today, definitely. Yep, we're the yes. one where they have the bites out in front. And the donut shop was closed yesterday, so we might have to hit that it's up. Closed on Wednesday? Yeah. Wow. I know. And I need all to get spinning all these before we um, Local tips for the donut <laughs> shop um, you can go on the app now and order ahead. And then you don't have to stand in that line. There's a separate, like a, oh, another perfect. window you go up to. So there's like the the window towards the front of the store. That one is the, cause you can't go inside anymore. So that's okay. the order outside window. Gotcha. If you've never, mm -hmm. like if you haven't pre-ordered, but if you pre-order, you go to the second window okay. and you just walk right up and everybody stares at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we should do that tomorrow, bringing them home for the kids. That would be, that'd be awesome. Some donuts. Mm -hmm. Yes. I know. All the things my sister said, go here, do this, but I'm like, nothing's so I know. <laughs> so yeah, really we're definitely gonna take advantage of today and tomorrow. Yes. We go, so. Where are you heading today? We're gonna go into Grand Marie here for probably go to lunch first and mm -hmm. then um I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Whichever the way the wind blows, that's the thing. We don't have any place to really be see, so I it's had kinda fun plans, to wander. Like I said, my yeah. sister told me to do I had all these plans like hiking and all that and I'm like well we'll just see what what happens now because <laughs> nothing's nice way to do it yeah you know relax yeah. maybe explore something newer mm -hmm. and this is so nice here this setup is just you know you don't feel like you're living out of a hotel you got yeah. your own house yeah. mm -hmm. so nice nice oh view gosh. and just yeah homey Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, and it's very nice out today. You missed the, the heat wave came. Really... Actually, it came during the weird cool down. Yeah, the forty degree swing from yeah. one day to I another. Had the AC on and then for two days, and then had to turn it off and just have the fan on because then it was too cold inside. Yeah, and just as cold outside. Yeah. My heater kicked on in my bathroom like last night. I'm like, why are my feet warm? I looked down and I'm like, my heater's on. <laughs> This is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, there was a, a guy that was working in one of the shops we went yesterday and was saying it was like in the high 90s. Mm -hmm. 90, it wasn't even that high. 798. It's Carlton. It was, yeah. uh, it was hot. That's incredible. It's yeah. bizarre up here. Yeah. It is. It's just, it's yeah. It's funny because just nobody knows what to do when it gets that hot. Right. You're just not used to okay. it. Mm -hmm. like everyone's yeah. like, I'm not leaving the house. Or like people went down to the lake and they're like, we're just going to go to the lake because that's always cold. Yeah. But then the rocks were really hot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So they're like, okay. be in the lake. You had to fit yeah. Yeah, a lot of videos of people going into the lake. There was a couple that we were at Lutz and just went down to the resort yesterday just to walk around outside. And there was a couple swimming. I couldn't believe it. It was so cold. <laughs> I'm sure the water warmed up. Oh yeah. Oh maybe because the days. air temperature with the wind, I was freezing. Yeah, and... the the water's probably about fifty five right now. Okay. So if it was fifty seven yesterday, then the water was only two degrees cooler than the air. Yeah, <laughs> when they're close <laughs> like that, you don't really feel the difference. That's yeah. so easy to get crazy. in and get out and not feel like oh my god that was so cool. Yeah. Wow. 
Well, we thank you so much for visiting the North Shore again, celebrating your 10-year wedding anniversary with us, and we hope you enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. All right, so that was the interview, and this is now the end of the episode. If you would like to be featured as one of our featured guests and get interviewed for why you come to the North Shore, reach out to us. Our email address is exploringnorthshore at boreal.org. That's B-O-R-E-A-L dot O-R-G. So exploringnorthshore at boreal.org. And again, we're looking for lots of people to interview. So reach out. This is going to be an ongoing segment. So if you're not coming up until the winter or even next summer, still reach out and we'll figure out what like the timeline from there and the interviews do come with a free photo shoot so keep that in mind everybody we look forward to hearing from you i'm jay and i'm martha and this is exploring the north shore